Hi, I'm Christina Metter. Log Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Christina Metter. Hi, I'm John Hendrickson, and welcome, and welcome to Afraid, to Afraid, of, the Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> it's our it's first been a crazy show, so evening, huh? Which is along the way. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Because uh, it started snowing, and the traffic got crazy, and there were cars piled up everywhere. But we're here. <laughs> but we're here. We made it. I know. We did make it. We did make it. So, like I said, this is our first show. Can you believe it, Christina? I mean, we've been talking about doing this for over a year. and I know. And now we're here. Yeah. There's, I, something, there's something beautiful about that, right? When you set an intention... And you just keep moving toward that intention, and suddenly it starts to burst and, and starts to happen until you're finally there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I remember that day on that trail when you and I were having a really good conversation, and we were just getting to know each other really well. And we just kind of looked at each other like, you know what? This is some deep stuff. We should maybe think about uh, doing a podcast down the road. And yeah, here we are. Absolutely. I I know, and, and I, I want to actually expand on that because I know we want to help people understand actually how we came up with the, the name of the show and the context for the show. So, um, yeah, when when we were having our talks, I remember both of us were in these, like, new changes and expanding with different jobs and relationships, and we started being honest about like, wow, there's all this stuff coming up inside. You know, there's these mm-hmm. thoughts in my mind that are uncomfortable and there's these beliefs about myself that I, I, I didn't know were in there. I thought I was dialed in and suddenly it's like <laughs> we're just confronted with these parts of ourselves that we, we were starting to try to connect with and try to understand. And, and that's what I think really got us want to come onto the show so we can help people learn to make peace with those parts of themselves that they don't want to face or are hard to face. Well, you know, let me, let me take that and just, you know, it's interesting you, you saying that and kind of going through that because me being a guy and being a male, um, I, I come from a different place. I, I think it's more difficult for a guy to really express himself to, to, to be raw and kind of show himself to another person and or maybe it's not but for me it was it was a really difficult thing to open up to you and kind of share some of the stuff that I wanted to but man once I started like really expressing myself to you just this amazing sense of relief because we tend to hold all this stuff in really too afraid to well let it out there because we might be judged in a in a way that doesn't feel good but it feels so much better once you do let it out so you know, I'm grateful you came into my life when you did because you definitely helped propel me forward. So, you know, it's, again, people come into your lives for specific reasons, and I know you came into my life for many, many reasons. So I'm glad to call you my friend, and I'm glad to call you my co-host tonight. <laughs> All right. Right on. Absolutely. And, you know, what's interesting, no, I want to expand on what you just said about um, being a guy and you know, yeah. it is really challenging because from working, I've, I've worked with a lot of men over the years in my practice and just people that I've known that are male, I, you're socialized not to talk about how you're feeling, to act like everything's okay and that you just have it all together. And I, I, right. I feel like that puts, like you said, so much pressure to make it look like that's really what it's about. And uh, I think what we're going to be talking about, well, one of the things is, that there's power in revealing yourself to the right people in the right way. Right. And I would totally agree with you on that. that yeah, with that comes like a deepening, right? I think so. You know, I, I view it this way now, and I probably wouldn't have looked at it this way maybe five or ten years ago for sure, but when you're able to express yourself and really be real with people in your life, and like you said, the right people, it's, it shows – amazing strength and security and courage to do that. And I think maybe, especially my generation, it, it was more of a sign of a we- of weakness to yeah. 
to say, especially one of your guy friends to say, man, you know what? This scares the hell out of me. Or, you know, just really being raw to a guy is it's a different animal than it is maybe opening up to a woman. It's, it's just more difficult. So, um, you know, I hope, I hope with me kind of sharing some of my insights, some of the stuff that I went through, if there's men out there listening to the show tonight, um, you know, hopefully you guys will be more willing to be expressive to other people in your life because it's just going to open more doors for you and help you, you know, take you to a different level when it comes to finding yourself and deepening friendships and relationships without question. Absolutely. And, and what's interesting is, and, and I love that you just shared that, John. So I just want to say thank you for sharing that um, <laughs> about yourself and just know it's, it's powerful. And, and, you know, the angle I come from is, you know, growing up in the kind of family I did there, it was just not a healthy family dynamic. So from a really young age, I had to toughen up. Right. So I had to, I had to put on this armor. And so learning how to disarm from becoming this powerful woman, which I see all over. I see women everywhere that, you know, they have like a job, they're raising kids, they're doing 80 things at once. And, you know, there's a lot of times that's, that's, this big distraction from feeling their bodies and from being able to go in. So that's definitely an angle that I want to be addressing on this show is to talk to women and men that feel that it's hard to really look at themselves. Right. Well, I mean, what, what, what's one of the hardest things to do? Look in the mirror and be completely honest with yourself. I mean, we talked about <laughs> this a couple of days ago. And I mean, yeah, it, it's so easy to lie to ourselves or put a mask on and pretend to be someone we're not because we're just so scared to reveal who we really are because we're afraid people won't like us. We're afraid people are going to judge us. And I tell you, man, we got to look at it differently. You know, if you can be real and honest, the right people will be in your life for the right reasons. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, that's going to be the fun complexities of the show is there's so many topics we can dive into because everything we're going to touch, we've all experienced it for sure. I mean, exactly. there's, there's no one out there yeah. that hasn't experienced anything that we've gone through because we're humans. We're all going to have yeah. these same feelings and emotions. So absolutely. I think the more real, yeah, I think the more real we become with ourselves about, the challenges that we're facing and, and what's going on inside of us that no one can see. I think that mm-hmm. we begin to know everybody because I think that everybody is connected by this universal kind of inner struggle that we're all facing in our own ways. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I mean, well, so maybe John, maybe, you know what I'd love to do, if it's okay, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about how you came up with the title. Cause you're the one that, that came up with Afraid of the Dark. And I was like, oh, my God, that, <laughs> that title is amazing. Maybe you can talk a little bit about, you know, what, what caused you to arrive at that. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I sent this to you earlier today, and I, I, I've, ne- I've shortened it a little bit, but – You know, one thing that helped me over the past few years to really kind of dig deep and find more of myself and who I am was I began to write a lot. That was my way of pressing myself and trying to get to the meat and potatoes of of who I am. And it's ironic that two years ago I wrote this this piece, and it was called Darkness. And I'm just going to read it. I I narrowed it down just to get the gist of it, but it it really kind of – showcases what this show is and what it's about. So just kind of go with me on this little ride here. So here we go. So darkness is the unknown, which is light. There is no light guiding you, just your trust, your heart. Living life is like jumping into the dark abyss, letting it swallow you whole, not knowing where or if you'll land. That's the beauty of life, the unknown, feeling naked, alone. There is no map no light, no walls, no safety net, just darkness, just you and your journey, blindly finding your path. And, you know, I read that again probably a couple weeks ago, and I was like, holy crap, you know, it's just the irony of 
the fact that I wrote this a few years ago. Here we are launching this show called Afraid of the Dark. And to me, the universe's way of bringing you to where you need to be. So, I mean, to me, that is what the show is all about. Embracing the darkness because the darkness is is our life because we don't know what's going to happen today, tomorrow, or God knows a year from now. Absolutely. And, and, you know, hearing that poem makes me, you know, I, I guess the angle that I come from, there's definitely so much we don't know. And I feel yeah. like, like once we're in touch with a deeper part of ourselves, this co-creative process kind of begins where we're able to mm-hmm. really, you know, move forward with a knowing and also this openness to see how life is going to guide us. You know, so it's kind of like this dance becomes a dance of like, I'm moving in this direction. It feels right. And life just told me, and you're going to make a right. So it's been my experience, you know, it's definitely this darkness that we start dancing with from a deeper place. So it becomes more of a dance. Mm -hmm. Constant shifting because, there's so many variables that pop up on a day-to-day basis that uh, are going to be completely unbeknownst to you. And that's, that's scary, but also to me, that's the exciting part of living a life. And to me, Absolutely. you know, to me, I, I look at light as that security blanket. It's kind of our, our comfort zone. And we're so afraid to step out of the light into the dark. Cause it, again, it's the unknown. We don't know what's going to happen. And that's when we just start uh, just getting really complacent with our life and we just don't, we stop taking risks. We stop going after what we want. We end up in relationships that uh, really aren't healthy and we just become almost zombie-like. And who wants to live a life like that? Oh my goodness gracious. And and one of my hopes is that this show is going to give people the fuel and the inspiration to start taking some actions because mm-hmm. I think when we can, when we can begin seeing the parts of ourselves that we either don't like or that we feel insecure about, it's like, okay, now, now that we see it, there, there begins this process of what do we do about it? And, and I think that's where people get stuck, right? It's kind of like, how do I, how, yeah. how do I move forward and actually, begin looking at or working on this part or these aspects of my life that are just not comfortable or not serving me. Cause like you said, uh, we get stuck in habits. We get stuck in kind of doing what's comfortable, even if it's uncomfortably comfortable, we're in it. And so to break that monotony takes some strength and it definitely takes a good plan. I'll tell you that. It's, it is difficult. It's not easy it's really not easy. And I think, again, you got to look in the mirror and just be honest with yourself and just ask yourself, you know, what do I really want and figure out what's, what's blocking you from that, you know, until you really get to the root cause of it, you're going to be stuck. But once you get to the root cause and and make a decision on what you want to do, you got to set that intention and really try to live by that intention every minute of the day so it becomes more of a routine and more of a habit for you. Because I think, I think too, much, too much of the time we try to take too much on if we're trying to make some changes in our habits and our routines and stuff like that, and it just becomes too overwhelming and we get paralyzed to where we just yeah, kind of turn our backs to it and, and go right back into the light, into that, that comfy little blanket that we've created over time. Even though it's comfortable, it's not really comfortable because – we're not making any progress. We're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And, 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 and we're also. There's no easy way to do it. Yeah. I know. And, and the other piece that I find that stops us from really kind of learning how to interact and grow from this, these dark parts of ourselves or the parts that scare us is a lot of times there's pain in there. You know, there's a lot of discomfort in the body. And I'll tell you what, Mm -hmm. I was for years, I was for years an expert at running from my body. I did not want to feel discomfort at all. And so (laughs) to have to turn and face myself and actually start feeling into the places inside me 
that I was holding mm-hmm. things that were keeping these habits going and that were kind of propelling and making these beliefs about me loud was really challenging. So that's definitely something that um, we will be sharing with people and um, talking about for sure. Uh, that's funny you say that. I think my way of dealing with stuff is I just became very numb to everything. You know, I was just mm-hmm. numb, numb in my own body. So, mm. you know, I kind of lost touch with who I was. I really didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't, uh, I just knew I woke up one day and was like, you know what? I really don't like the direction of my life and I don't like who I am right now. And it's like, what do I do? How do I make these changes to discover again who John is so he can start really being happy? Because it's just years and years of numbing myself and living in that same existence. You know, and I, I, I look at it this way. You can either live a life or you can be alive. And I think all of us want to feel like we're alive and we're not just living. We want to feel alive. We want to feel excitement. We want to, we want to feel some of the pain by taking some of the risk and having it maybe not go your way. But even when it doesn't go your way, you're, mm-hmm. you're gaining such wonderful insight on what you truly do want and maybe a better way of how to get it. So Absolutely. again, sounds Sounds easy, but it's not. It's not like it's not like we we can just tell you how to do things because it takes it takes time. It takes belief. It takes trusting. So absolutely, yeah. And you know, the other thing is to really, in order to really feel, we have to stop numbing. I mean, that's something I've learned just from my own life, from from working with people for many years is when we numb out the uncomfortable stuff, we don't feel the good mm-hmm. stuff. You know, it's like yeah. <laughs> I, one of the things I'll say to, to people is, you know, if, if I had a pill that could prevent you from feeling all this negative stuff and just let you feel the good stuff, I'd be sending my private jet to pick you up for, for our time together. Because, you know, it's like you, you can't have one without the other. So if you allow yourself to begin to feel the parts that you don't want to feel, then your body does start to wake up and come alive again. Um, and so right. you can feel the good, the good stuff, right? But it's kind of like we need to clean out the laundry basket. That's a good way to look at no, it, you know? True. No, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. You know, one thing I think we need to do first, too, is, you know, for whoever's listening, some people might not know who we are. So I'm just going to briefly kind of tell some folks, more about me and you can share too, Christina, because I think it's important that they can maybe put a little more meat on the bone for us. But um, like I said, my name is John Hendrickson. I'm, God, it sounds like I'm I'm filling out a dating profile on match.com or something. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 49 years old. I'm five foot nine. I weigh 165 (laughs) with blonde hair. But, (laughs) but, um, God, and make myself laugh sometimes. But, you know, like I said, I'm 49. I'm, I'm a divorcee. And that, that's probably the biggest turning point for me is when I got divorced. Um, I've been a personal trainer for 10 years. I've been a tennis professional for over 20. And I just went through a, a year-long process of becoming a life coach. And I hate the term life coach. I like to use just the term coach, but it was probably one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Not only just for me to, to learn more about myself and how I think and how I react to things, but I met so many amazing people through that Academy. So I'm so grateful for that because it really did change my life and it's enhanced all the relationships that I have now. And it propelled me to really want to do this with you because it, it gave me more ammunition to bring to the table when it comes to putting the show together. So, you know, with all the experiences that I've had teaching and coaching over my life, you know, just on the tennis court in the training room, you, you have to learn how to listen to people. You have to learn how to understand what's making them tick so you can make that, that important connection to where they'll, well, they'll hear you, they'll listen, they'll trust you. And it's just been an amazing journey up to this point. And it's one of the, one of the reasons why I think uh, you and I can 
take this to another level. So that's briefly a, a little synopsis on myself. But sorry, guys, I'm, I'm not on Mash.com. I do have a lovely girlfriend. So, Christina, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like that? So, for, for, yeah, that was great. So, for my, good, we need to lighten it a little bit. We were getting a little dark. Oh, totally. Um, anyhow. You want to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, I, I've, I've, been in, I've been in the psychology field for over 25 years, and I've specialized in trauma work as well as um, attachment couples work Um, and currently I am a relationship trauma coach so that's that's really what I am moving forward in my life as and I'm also a kundalini yoga teacher so a lot of angles that I'm going to be coming from are not just from a psychological um, angle, but also from a yogic ang- angle in um, how to look at coming at us using more of what they call in, in the yogic language, like the neutral mind. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad to be here. And John, I'm, I'm really proud of you that you went through that life coach school um, and that we made it. So here we are today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a good show. We're definitely, we have some great well, things. I, I think planned, that's wondering so. why we that's one reason why you and I thought this would be kind of a fun combination because you're going to bring that therapeutic side of things. Cause you've, you've done it for so many years and you've seen so many, well, you've just seen so many situations and scenarios through all the, the training and, and therapy sessions that you've had. And, you know, I, I just bring a different angle to it. And again, bring in my male perspective to things. I think will will help men out there hopefully, because that's, that's the idea of it too. So Oh, you know, we want to have fun with this and, and, you know, we're going to get deep, but we also want to keep it light and make sure we get some laughs while we're doing this. Cause we got to be able to laugh at ourselves a little bit, right? Or, or have a dog bark in the background. <laughs> yep. That was my dog. <laughs> well, why don't we do it? Maybe you feel ready to take a caller. I would love to take a caller, but no one's called in yet. All right. Well, guys, if you want to call in, please feel free. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Any insights or any thoughts that we are evoking or inspiring for you? That'd be great. Because part of this is, you know, we want, to, we want to, you know, bridge the gap for you. If you want to call in and just share some thoughts, some insights that you might want to bring to the table, it would be kind of fun to get – to get your perspective on some things like that too, because we want to create a fun, safe environment for all of us to feel comfortable that we can share. Absolutely. And, and it also gives you a chance to, you know, kind of use your voice and maybe share something you haven't shared or take that risk. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Oh, my gosh. Gosh. So anyway, well, you know, one of the things I'd like to share just since we're kind of on the air now is like, it was challenging to actually get on the air and do this show. I mean, I, I definitely had some fears come up, which was interesting, Mm -hmm. but I, I also realized that a lot of times that fear energy can be misinterpreted. When it's actually mm-hmm. anticipation and excitement, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yeah, so tuning I mean, into remember, that was I'm, pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're taking a risk or putting yourself out there, there's always going to be that fear factor that, that comes into play, without question. And I, I kind of believe if, if it scares you a little bit, but it's something you want to do, then it's something you got to go for, because why not? You know, it's, it's worth the risk. Yeah, and it's, so. well, we're doing what we're talking, you and I are doing what we're talking about, right? It's kind of like expanding, totally. pushing yourself a bit, and really being real about it. Like, this is, this is not mm-hmm. comfortable, necessarily. It's becoming more comfortable. But um, the inspiration mm-hmm. and the alignment to share ourselves like we are so we can empower people and support them in their journeys is definitely more powerful than any kind of block that might be there to move forward. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I agree. 
because it's funny. I remember five years ago, one of the biggest things I wanted to do is just kind of start stepping out of my bubble, start jumping into the darkness a little bit. And, you know, I just made it a huge priority and to start trying things that just made me a little bit uncomfortable. There were things I wanted to do, but it made me feel uncomfortable. So it was really easy to crawl back, you know, again, crawl back and um, hide from it. But once I started to try some things that I always wanted to, but was scared to, and realized how much enjoyment it brought me and got over that fear, it just, it kept building where I would do more things and try more things. And it, it really made a huge difference for me. So I'm grateful I recognized that and grateful I took some of those risks because, again, it, it was monumental in helping me uh, expand myself and become a better version of myself. So I'm super grateful I did that. Well, it's, it's like a muscle, right? It's like <clears throat> when mm-hmm. you start building muscles, you have to start small and you have to strategically work your way up. And then it just gets easier and easier. The recovery time is faster. Um, so I, I see it like that. Like you said, you, you take some steps and you push yourself a little bit. And then next thing you know, you know, you're doing more things and, and that becomes more of your pattern or more of kind of what you do versus, like you say, staying small and kind of hidden or just... What's your... What's the best way you help yourself get unstuck when there's something that's blocking you? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's a few different strategies that I use, but I will say that one of my strategies is to really quiet my mind, right? And Mm -hmm. that's an art in and of itself, but to quiet my mind and go into my body and find out what are the sensations that are arising when I think of, or when I'm, when I'm confronted with having to do something new or expand into something, right? And Mm. then sit with that, really sit with my body, sit with any kind of discomfort that I might be feeling like in my stomach or in my chest. And really breathing into that until it settles. And then there's some kind of insight that starts mm-hmm. lifting or rising that directs me what I need to do. Maybe I need to set a boundary. Maybe I need to do a training. Maybe I need to ask for help. So my body starts to talk to me and starts to inform me what I need to do to really moving and getting past whatever barrier that is present for me. That's an impressive skill set, but it's important because it really does help you figure out what is evoking that feeling and that sensation. So it puts you in a powerful position to make that shift. I like that. I like that a lot. I hope that can help some people. Yeah, I mean, like, like, let's take the show tonight. Let's take the show tonight, Mm -hmm. right? It's like we're both, it's about being seen and kind of putting yourself out there. So that's (laughs) going to challenge a lot of people, right? Totally. So it's like, how do you, how do you do? I mean, how, how did you get through any of your challenges with getting here tonight? It's been a hell of a day. I can tell you that you were telling me all day, breathe, relax, breathe, relax. So, I mean, coming on the air, I mean, this is, you know, this is a huge fear for me, but I also knew yeah. it was something that I totally wanted to do. And I, it's like you said earlier, there's this, this total fear yet, this excitement of knowing that you got to take it on. And, you know, here we are taking it on and it's super exciting. Um, my gosh, we have a caller. You ready? Yeah. Let's bring it in. Welcome to the show. Who's calling? Greetings and blessings. Oh. (laughs) Hello. It's my boy. Yes. So so tell us who's calling right now. Um, But, John, I want to do this with, with you. Say hello to Paul. Oh, 
Hello, Paul. For all of you that are listening, this, this is Sam. This is Sam. He was my coaching buddy for the past year. So he and I have become the best of friends. So what's awesome about this guy is right now he's, he's on a cruise ship in the middle of the Caribbean, and he was gracious enough to, to call into the show and listen to the show. So, Sam, I appreciate this. Paul, you got a great guy there. You got a great guy there. Man, John, it was, I don't know, it, it, it was it was hell getting through. <laughs> oh, really? You know, um, it, I mean, we, we tried everything. I, I had to go get Paul, and you're like, man, this because when when we did the test, you know, it was just you and I talking. We we we, we were all talking, but then I had to call in, and I like I didn't know I had to call in. Well, I'm glad you got through. And is ready. there anything? Is there anything that has inspired you that we've talked about so far, or that you'd like to share? Or? Paul, I mean, I mean, John, you, let, let, let's do it the way we do it. You can hit me a question and let's let's roll. Well, Sam, let me ask you. I mean, obviously, you, you just chimed in, so you've missed probably a good chunk of what we were talking about. But you know, what what is one of your fears that you are currently taking on? Well, you know. I think the the, the the fear that I've been walking around for the past few years was the fear to really express my creativity and my potential. And uh, mm-hmm. as you know, you and I, we, we have um, went through QSCA, you know, I've been through the boot camp and with the council now, now we certify. And uh, before I was afraid to express my creativity but as you can see you know from our coaching I can be very creative with coaching and uh, mm-hmm. that, that was my fear and I think you know it you once you have a fear it's going to always be there but now I'm more um, confident Def- definitely more confident and uh, if That's it's anything uh, moving forward if, it, if it's anything moving forward is just uh, you know just being valuable to my clients, uh, just be more valuable to my clients. You know, giving them the love and just actually helping them to move their needle forward. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think there's I, I think mean, there's something powerful. I think there's something powerful once you can identify the fear. It, it gives you some power over it, right? It's it's almost like you you take the reins a little bit it's not just something that's looming over you it's something you can name and actually work with right yes it is because agree. you see it was it was a fear of mine that's why i i joined um qsca quantum success coaching academy i just had this inside of me i had something to say i had something to do i had something to express and I felt better when I did it. Beautiful. So awesome. there was there was something there was your because of your fear, you you knew yourself enough that you needed to do some training and to give yourself some tools to help you move through that fear. And you went and got them, which is amazing. Oh yes, I went I, I went and got the tools. I paid a lot of money, but it was it was an investment. I can actually tell you it was an investment because. What we got out of our certification was much more than we got. You know, we we expected just, you know, just to go and do a, a couple, you know, song and dance, but it was much more than that. It was very intense, right, John? Oh, very intense. But what I love about what happened with that is just the relationships that we developed through that. And, you know, I, I can honestly say, again, I, I said this to you, Christina, but, you know, this friendship that I developed with this guy was instrumental with helping me grow over the past year too. So I'm, I'm grateful I had him. And it's funny because I was saying earlier how being a male, it's hard to be real, especially with another male. And I can say, honestly, Sam is the only male that I've ever been able to really share some, some deep fearful stuff with. And I'm, 
I'm grateful that I had that with him because, uh, you know, it, it, it's made me better. So once again, Sam, I love you, buddy. And I appreciate everything that, uh, that we've gone through over the past year. Oh, John. Okay. Just to answer that question a little more at home to you and I, didn't, didn't I have the fear of technology? Oh, very much. Very much. Oh man! And look at you now. I was so. I, I said, John, you're gonna have to hold my hand. You're gonna have to do the one, two, three, A, B, C, and look at me now. <laughs> I know. Look at you now, man. You're the man. You're the man. Well, look, buddy. I gotta cut you off. But <laughs> no. I really appreciate you calling in and listening. So we'll yeah, touch base thank in a you couple so of days. much for. calling in he's a good guy yeah you know he's a good I, guy I appreciate yeah what I, I i i again i love that that you're pointing out how challenging it is for men and one of the things that i found fascinating is that there's so many men's groups that have been forming um to to help men to support each other so that they don't mm-hmm. feel so alone in in showing themselves and in actually letting right. the guards down. So, you know, cause it's, it's vital. Especially it, it, if you it, want to connect it, with a partner, especially if you want to connect with a, a, a woman, a partner, you know, what, whatever person uh, you want to be intimate with, you have to learn to reveal yourself. Otherwise it's not going to, it's not going to work out too well. <laughs> right. We can no, both attest to that. Uh, I think we can both definitely, I think anybody that's out there listening to this can definitely, Agree with that for sure. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it is, it is funny being a male. It really is. And, and maybe I hope things have changed a little bit now with, with this generation, but I just know in my generation, you know, anytime you would show any emotion or talk about anything like that with your, with your boys, especially when you're a teenager, <laughs> it wouldn't go well. It just wouldn't go well. So it just immediately puts you on the yeah. defensive and it puts you in this default where you just, uh, you have to harden up and you just gotta, you can't really say much. And it's unfortunate. It's yeah. unfortunate because it really yeah. fucks us up as we get older. It truly does. I'm sorry for the language, are, but sometimes you have to say that word. Yeah. Well, what, what, what's the term? Like, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps or uh, mm-hmm. buck up, you know, just buck up. It's like, What? You know, like who even yeah. who even started that? So interesting, you know. And then, from my end of the spectrum, you know, being this uh, and, and working with women, and, and this is what I've seen a lot of and experienced myself, is being this powerful woman who's got her life dialed in. But mm-hmm. her relationships are not, you know, because she's, she's doing something similar you know, that men were socialized to do, which is to not reveal and to kind of stay behind her armor and just look really strong and like she's got it all together. And I'm seeing so, so much of that with women um, in the world and in my personal life. So it's definitely interesting to see that there's this crossover um, happening. And why do you think, why do you think that is? Well, you know, um, I think there's a few reasons. I think women nowadays have, you know, if they want to have families, a lot of times they have to work too in order to just keep things going. And so you've got to get really strong and you need to really push yourself to have a full-time job and raise children and be in a marriage or be a single parent. My God, to do that. I mean, that, that just, you have to be a warrior to do that. Right. And so year after year, uh, I just think you get hardened. Right. And and then the other thing that I've seen is women that have been really badly hurt. Right. Their, their hearts have been hurt. They've overcome abuse. They're survivors in some way. And instead of being mm-hmm. crushed by it, they get really strong. Right. They 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 get the degrees. They have the job. They have a nice car. Their life is dialed in. But that heart isn't ready yet. That heart is scared. Right. And so they kind of they stay hidden behind that fortress that they've built mm-hmm. in order to stay safe. And rightfully so, right? When, when we're hurt really right, badly, sure. it's really hard to start to trust again. So, 
anyhow, I think those are those are the things that I've seen and have experienced some of myself um, in terms of why you know, that armoring happens over time. And again, I, I just see a cross referencing with guys and what guys are going through, but yours is much more socialized. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I would totally agree with you on that one. Like I said, you know, this is the first male friendship that I've had with, uh, with Sam where, you know, we were just very real with each other and yep. It was very, it was, like I said, it was extremely helpful and it really helped me grow. So I'm, I'm grateful I've had that experience. And again, it's one reason why it kind of propelled me to want to do this with you. So yeah. it's going to be. I'm going to say, how, how do you feel like it's helped you that, that opening with, you know, your life coach uh, friend? How do you feel that that helped you in your other relationships in, in the rest of your life? I think it's just helped kind of take the armor down a little bit more. Um, it's helped me just share without being scared of being seen. But I think also, I think what, what happens too is I'm, I've become more at peace, more, I, I think peace is probably the best word. I used to really enjoy using that word whenever I do coaching calls because we all want to find that sense of peace in our, in our heart and our soul where we're just comfortable with who we are. And I think it's helpful when you have people in your life that you can be authentically real with because it, it lets you know that, you know what, you are okay. Because so many times I, in the past, I think I was, you know, kind of had a bit of a, a facade built up and people didn't really know me because I was trying to be who they thought I, and not yeah. who I really yeah. was. And it's taken time and it's taken years to get to the point where it's like, I'm just comfortable with who I am. You know, I can honestly say that I love who I am. I'm happy with my life right now. And which is, that's, which is that's huge a, to be able to say that. It's huge. No, it's very huge. It's very huge. I think one of the things that I struggled with years ago was just finding my value. What was my value? And I was kind of screwed up because I was, I, I viewed value and worth on what I did for a living, what was in my checking account, what kind of car I drove. And I think a lot of us, this goes with men and women view their value that Mm -hmm. way. And that's, and that's where we get really screwed up because we're viewing ourselves off of those, that criteria. And we lose touch with, you know, what really is valuable is the person, how they treat people. Yeah how they express themselves. Are they a good human being? Do they care? That is so important. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's the hard stuff to, that's the hard stuff to really have as a human being, you know, having money, a car and all that crap. That's, that's, that's kind of the easier part to get. And usually those people that, that have those things are the ones that aren't in touch with who they really are because they're afraid to show who they are. Maybe I got a little bit off topic yeah. on that, but, it kind of ties in a little no, bit. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I like what you shared, and what it makes me think about is the first time that I actually told, like, a, a man that I needed him. I remember how scary that was for me and, and the shakiness mm-hmm. in my voice and, just, you know, like that kind of vulnerability. It was, it was so fascinating. It was so hard. And um, I, I think that the more – we can find our center and the more we can strengthen Mm -hmm. ourselves. And like you said, be more comfortable with who we are in our own skin, the easier it is to begin revealing ourselves and be more authentic over time. You know, because it's definitely something I feel everyone struggles with. I mean, I hear moms all the time. They're like, I just got to keep it going on. I got to keep it you know, just keep it together. And it's like, Oh my God, that, you know, when, when you know that they're feeling so overwhelmed and, and uh, not really keeping it together as well as they'd like to, because it's so hard. Sure. Yeah. I, I would say definitely with that for sure. It is a struggle. Yeah. 
you know, it's learning how to, how to balance all those things. And that's, that's probably one of the difficulties with all this stuff is learning how to balance, you know, career relationships, family, and it's difficult and it's really difficult and it's so easy for it to get completely imbalanced as we know, you know, I, yeah. And, and, the, the piece gonna, also is get, the self this the self care right yeah no exactly but throwing exactly. in the throwing in the self care to all of those levels and that's that's where the imbalance happens we're giving ourselves in so many other areas that we forget about ourselves and it's like you said the self care goes out the door and the reality is if you're not taking good care of yourself how are you going to take care of all those other important parts of your life. So I, I, on a selfish way, you, you gotta, you gotta nurture yourself, you know, to help balance the other areas of your life out. And it's difficult. Yeah, and, and, and oh yeah, and and another way I look at that is if you can find some, I call it self fullness, like some some reason to take care of yourself and give yourself some time, you show up more nourished as a better partner, mother, business owner, whatever it is, when you give yourself Mm -hmm. the permission to have downtime, to get a massage, to go to the gym, whatever it is, you know, to to weave that into your life. It's so vital, like you were just talking about, to balance all those levels. And I think that's a really hard thing for people, especially when they um, have a lot going on in their lives, our parents, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I've, I've got a lot of clients that are balancing kids, work, and, you know, I marvel at how they're able to do what they do, but you do see some of the imbalance that's in there also. So it's, it's a challenge. It's, it's a real challenge, and it's easy to neglect yourself as we know. That's why it's, I think it's super vital that you, you try to schedule your days out as best you can to give you yourself that self care to keep that balance in check. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a challenge for sure. And the thing that I've heard a lot of people say is that they feel bad. They feel bad taking time for themselves or stopping Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, letting their kids have a play date so they can have some time alone. I just, I think that they get so used to, going and going, like you said, the the monotony of just kind of living, even if it's uncomfortable, you know, it's, it's like, it's so comfortable to be in that uncomfortableness that to deviate and give themselves some spaciousness to actually give back to themselves is, is definitely a challenge, you know, and, and rightfully so. Mm-hmm. so, you know, especially when you have families and you have these huge responsibilities outside of you, so much energy is going outward. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It, it's hard for me to relate sometimes because um, I don't have children. So I've never had that responsibility. So it, it's really easy for me to view some of the stuff that goes on when it comes to clients and friends. And uh, so I'll never quite understand the difficulty that it is because it's got to be incredibly difficult. And luckily, you know, I'm starting to be able to look from the outside in a little bit and understand a little bit better with the challenges that does create. Cause sometimes I, I scratch my head and go, God, how do they do that? How do they do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So. I love that dead air time. Don't you? You know, there's something about being okay with it that feels really good. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like letting it, you know, letting it settle. Like we're on the air, our first show, and, you know, we're going to, by the way, folks, we're going to upload this to a, a podcast, so it'll be available on iTunes. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I think I think one of the things that is coming to me as I sit and just let myself be quiet for for a few seconds is, a lot of a lot of this show is going to be, like I said, weaving in a bit of like yogic principles 
And one of the things that I just want to kind of wrap, start to wrap up the show with is that whether we're looking at the dark, you know, a, a part of ourselves that we don't like or areas in our life that are uncomfortable, we have mm-hmm. to have some kind of ability to calm and quiet the mind. And so what I've found is this isn't just something that you happen upon, you know, the ability to quiet the mind so that you can feel more peace and can understand your body better only comes with practice, whether Mm -hmm. it's mindfulness, you know, whether it's mindfulness or meditation or something, Tai Chi or something where you're learning how to calm the mind, breathe and move the body and be with the body. So that is definitely in in my 25 plus years of trying to understand and pierce through this mind body, you know, barrier and connection. um, It it is so vital that you find something that works for you that allows you to find that in your life. You know, it's funny you said that. I, I always remember this everyone's seen Pulp Fiction and there's this scene where they say, you know, there's just this moment of silence and they just, Uma Thurman just says, it's nice that we can have this comfortable silence. And I always remember that because it doesn't yeah. always have to be this running dialogue between anybody. Sometimes it can just be that nice, comfortable silence because you're both at such ease that sometimes silence is the key. So. Yeah. All right. Well, so just to, yeah. And, and just to kind of start wrapping up the show. So I think we covered a lot tonight, don't you? I do. I do. As far as, you know, a lot of the shows, who we are. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. And kind of go ahead, Christina. I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off a little bit. Oh, that's okay. I was just going to say, you know, the show is really going to be a lot about, you know, the experiences that John and I have and I have had, how we've moved through them, different ideas, different techniques that we know. Um, We're going to have topics every week, um, and we're just going to be here as a reference, as two people that can provide a bit of a mirror for you. Did you want to add anything to that, Mm -hmm. John? No, I think that's totally dead on. That's kind of what we want to do is just share some of our experiences and you know, hopefully we'll get some more callers that want to call in and actually share because I'm sure there's people out there that are just a little nervous to want to do that because that's, yes. again, facing a fear. So it's totally understandable. <laughs> and that, and that was the say, whole idea. Hey. <laughs> I know. Face the fear. Give us a call. But, you know, and that's that's kind of what we wanted to do with this, this first show is just kind of, well, tell you more about ourselves, get a feel for how we interact with one another and what afraid of the dark really means. And I think we did a good job of that. So, you know, I'm looking forward to this journey with you, Christina. I'm looking forward to this journey with, with the listeners that are out there. So, yeah, me too. Anything right, else you well, want to add to that? I, I, no, I think we can call it a wrap and we will see you guys next Wednesday at 7 PM. Same station. Thanks, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. Have a good night.